Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. This is Michael Turrentine. I play Wes on Unwell. And if you're looking to spend more time in Mount Absalom, I hope you'll support us by becoming a member at audaciousmachinecreative.com. For $5 a month, members get an ad-free feed of not only Unwell, but also my other fantastic podcast, World Gone Wrong. You get extra content like annotated scripts, deleted scenes, and full tracks for the original music in the show. It's really fun, and it makes a huge impact on our ability to make more awesome podcasts like this. You can become a member at audaciousmachinecreative.com. Again, that's audaciousmachinecreative.com. All right. Cup of coffee, pleasantly monotonous music, a relaxing read. It is Abby time. I'm on to you, radiator pipes. I will not cede my relaxation to your pedestrian clangs. Same goes for you, Radiator Hiss. At this point, it's like you're not even trying. <sighs> Lily? Hey, Lily? Whoa. Where are your headphones? Whoa. Your headphones, where are they? What? Hey, can I come in? Enter. I actually had something to ask you if you've got a... What is that book? The Eel Riot of 1886? Talk about good band names. 26 people died, Lily. And one eel. Uh, too soon? Is that what you came here to? No, sorry, no. Kind of an awkward question, but uh, how much are you paying for rent? Wes does most of the books. Why not ask him? I'm double-checking. What, do you think he's embezzling funds? Money laundering for an under-the-table lemonade stand? This is genuinely not about him. Just... Given the trouble with Chester, the whole brothel fine technicality thing... Yes, Lily, I remember. I'm trying to figure out if we'll be able to afford a lawyer. There's not much margin of error. Four seventy-five. What? 475 a month. That's what I pay. Huh. That's... A considerable surcharge on the base rate, I'm aware. I pay the cat fee. But you don't have a cat. Do you? No. But should one materialize in my life, I want to be in a position to welcome it. With food and drink and little saucers of cream. You've never had a pet before, have you? My sister is allergic. I didn't know you had a sister. What's her name? Gail. Wait. Wait, your parents named you two Gail and Abigail? We're twins. That makes it worse. I'm aware. Uh, that's cool, though. I always wanted a twin when I was little. All the moving from dad to mom and back again. It would have been nice to have a companion, you know? 
So did you do all the standard twin pranks, make up a secret language, dress in each other's clothes? I used to try to run twin studies on us. Twin studies? Fewer confounding influences. It's easier to isolate a variable. You know, kid stuff. Where are your headphones? After Spoodle fired me, I threw them out the window. Ah. On the bright side, it was very therapeutic. Any sense where they might be now? Mm, my mom fished them out of the bushes, so no. How come you never mentioned having a twin? Under what set of circumstances would that have been relevant? Fair enough. Well, I've got to go stare at some spreadsheets. Hey, before you go... Yeah? Have you noticed radiator problems lately? What kind? None. Have I noticed a lack of radiator problems? Not... especially? Right. Godspeed, Harper. This is just your standard issue apophenia. From this rope, now stretching across the canal, a live eel would be tied, the object of the game being to pull the eel off the rope. The slippery, thrashing creature proved a difficult quarry, of course, frequently sending the competitors toppling off their boats and into the dirty waters below, much to the delight of onlookers. By a decade later, this sport of palingprechen, or eel pulling, was widely seen as a form of animal cruelty. Abby, uh, what are you doing? Relaxing. That's cool. Can I ask you a question? What? So... So? If I could just get your take on... The shirt looks nicely period-appropriate. People act like the Victorians lived in sepia tones, but as a group they actually tended towards the eye searing, as the original color scheme of the house suggests. But shouldn't you be wearing knee breeches? That's not what I... Knee breeches? Aren't those for boys younger than 13? How old are you? I didn't come here to... 16, Abby, geez. Why are you dressed like it's the late 1800s? I thought it'd add something to the tours. Can I- Slim chances you're getting Dot into a bustle. Or Lily. Look, can we talk about it some more? What happened in the woods? The birds? The wolves? The birds that briefly sounded like wolves? You said that idea was idiotic. Your exact words, Abby. Yes, well, then I started Googling birds. You know, there's a number of birds who are excellent mimics, and not just of other bird songs either. Several corvids can mimic human speech, including crows and ravens. Some of them can do dogs, too. I watched a couple of videos. It's upsetting. Yeah, but hundreds of birds all at the same time? Then what do you think happened? I guess that brings us back to... I don't know. Right. Hey, have you noticed anything funny with the radiators? Funny ha-ha, or funny we need to call the company again? I'd say more the latter. Are you sure? I'll have to rejuggle the whole month's expenses to cover another repair person. I... no. No, I'm not sure. It's... nothing. Okay. Wait. Wes? Yeah? Your sneakers aren't period. Thanks, Abby. This is nothing. This is nothing at all. Schizophrenia doesn't even run in your family, and this is not how bipolar manifests. You have mild sleep deprivation plus stress, and all you need to do is unwind for an afternoon. (coughs) Was widely seen as a form of animal cruelty, at least by the middle and upper classes of Amsterdam, whose more comfortable lifestyles did not, perhaps, require such an escape valve. Abby. 
Yeah. There's something you need to see. Of course. Come in. Take off your coat. Have a soda. So I was trying to track all the expenses and, um... You're hemorrhaging money, aren't you? Well, that's not... How'd you know? You're a dilapidated boarding house in perpetual need of repairs with two paying guests. No. Well, yeah, actually. But that's not the only thing that's wrong. What is? The numbers didn't add up. Are you accusing Wes of cooking the books? Mr. Boy Scout? No. We should have about $800 less than we do, which is when I started going through the drawers, which is when I came across these. Abby, you won't believe what I just... You. How dare you? If anyone needs me, I'll be in the parlor. I don't know, Wes. How dare I what? I found this on the kitchen table. Is this what I think it is? Lillian Henrietta Harper. Objective. Driven and dynamic worker with most of a BA, seeking to apply my unique problem-solving skills to a fast-paced and challenging work environment. They all sound that cringy when you read them out loud. Don't joke about this. It's a resume. You're leaving. I'm not going anywhere tomorrow. I'm just exploring my options. How are you going to explain this to your mother? That's between me and my mom, Wes. What's Dot supposed to do? What do you mean? Her leg is getting better. The boot's coming off next week. She's so excited. I overheard her trying to start a rugby league for seniors. She won't need me underfoot anymore, if she ever did. What about the boarding house? What about Chester? I read the old statutes, and look, she doesn't need me. She needs a legal expert, which is what I'm trying to do. She needs support. She needs her daughter. I'll call. I'll email. The screen hurts her eyes, and she won't admit it. Then I'll call. Everyone knew I was only going to stay for eight weeks. I have to get back to my life. <laughs> Liar. What? I've seen your resume. You've had 15 jobs in the past five years. Working at an alpaca farm. Working at an M&M store. It's not like you're following some kind of grand dream. You're just scraping by with whatever you can get. Maybe my lifestyle doesn't meet the lofty standards of a high school junior. But I don't get why I have to keep sacrificing for someone who doesn't even want me here. She loves you. You should see the scrapbook she has of you from all your visits here. She saved everything. Of course she did. She's a pack You're not listening. You're not even leaving for anything. You're just leaving her. Well, maybe it runs in the family. Is that what this is? Some messed up revenge plot? You could have chosen to stay with her and you didn't. What? I could have moved away from my friends and my school and everyone I knew to follow her out here so we could do who knows what in Mount fucking Absalom? I was in third grade. You blamed her for what happened, and that's natural for a child, but you grew up. And you're still so convinced it had to be all her fault. Who else was there? Dad's not perfect, but he never did anything to make her uproot her whole life, our whole lives, to run off to the middle of nowhere in this stupid creepy old house. So who does that leave, huh? It's more complicated than that. Have you even tried to talk to her? That's another thing. How do you know how complicated it was? Did she sit you down and tell you the whole fucking complicated story? Hell, maybe she did. Maybe she's told the entire town why she ended up here. And here I am, old enough to hear whatever kind of explanation she might have to tell me to justify this, just hanging around this broken down old wreck of a boarding house, and all she wants to do is iron the sheets and tuck point the chimney and play boggle. Maybe she loved the idea of having a daughter, but the reality was too complicated. It's easier to save old photos and ticket stubs than it is to stay in someone's life. You chose not to come back. How many years has it been? She knew where to find me. Did she? Montpelier? Bismarck? Phoenix? Iowa City? I left a forwarding address. Did you? 
When I remembered. You are such a child. Really, Wes? God, you're... What, Lily? What am I? You're not her kid. Yeah, well, you are, so act like it. You didn't get what you wanted from her, and that's not easy. It's not, but what is she supposed to do about it now? Whatever it is you're missing, it's time to make peace with the fact that she will never be able to make it right. You came here for her. This can't be about you right now. Even if that's not fair, that's what growing up means. You're the adult. Be the adult. She needs help. She needs sympathy. Daddy isn't doing well. And what do you need? What's that supposed to mean? I found these in my mom's desk. Do you know what these are? Maybe you don't, since they're all unopened. It's paychecks, Wes. It's every paycheck she's ever written you the entire time you've been working here. What the hell, Wes? We... I... The house needs so many repairs. It's not... It's not doing well, and I don't have any expenses. I mean, I'm a teenager, so it's okay. I just... I need the house to be okay. I need it to be. Wes. It has to be. That's really all this is? What else would it be? I love this place. Wes, you can't keep it going forever, and no offense, but a couple hundred dollars you don't claim isn't going to make a difference. Come on, take your checks. No. Do your parents know you've been working here for free? They think work builds character. You'll need to report it on your taxes. I know. I don't care. What's your social security number? My what? I need it to fill out your W-9. Mom's files are a mess. Do you know your social security number? Right off the top of your head. Yes. What, is it an old person thing? Bring it tomorrow. You know your address, right? I need that for your W-9, too. My address. Yeah. Wes, do you have an address? I have an address, Lily. Okay. What is it? I have an address. I, I live somewhere. Uh, I, I uh, have a home where I live, and that means I have an address. Wes? Do you want me to call someone? What's my address? What is it? Wes, what the hell is going on? Oak! I have a house on Oak Street. There's a a pile of shoes by the door that my dad is always tripping over, but half of them are his. There's a kitchen in the front with, with green and, and white tiles and, and, and a stain on the ceiling that looks like a cat or a bird if you if you tilt your head the right way. <clears throat> There's a living room. It's, it's got a big soft sofa and an ugly arm chair my parents won't get rid of because they've had it since they met. There's a dining room, which we never use because we always eat in the kitchen. There's a stairs. There's a staircase. And and, and when nobody's around, I try to take the steps three at a time. I, I, I used to run my toy cars down the banister. There's two bathrooms in my room and an, an office in my parents' room, but I don't really go in there. I have a house... I have a house at 1974 East Oak Street.
Yes. What? The fuck? Huh? Did you... Did everything just... Did everything what? Look, I'm not taking those checks. If you need my address for tax reasons or whatever, it's at 1974 East Oak Street. Wes, there's nothing on Oak Street. Uh, Yes, there is. It's a bunch of abandoned lots. Me and Joey got in trouble one time for playing in the remains of a basement. That's why my parents got the land cheap. What? Do you not believe me? Go there. Go to 1974 East Oak Street. There's a house there with a kitchen and a living room and and a dining room nobody uses. Go see it, Lily. Um. Go see my house. I need to go. I have a house at 1974 East Oak Street. I've lived there for most of my life. Lily? Forgot my book. Eel riots. Really? Eel riot. Singular. Are you okay? I need to be getting home. You look clammy. Go down and have some juice first. Get your blood sugar up. All right. I won't need it for long anyway. My mom's about to start making dinner in the kitchen. Okay. Go do that. We have a dining room, you know. But we never eat there, so (laughs) why do we even have it? Wes, did the radiator just make a lot of noise? Maybe you should have some juice too, Abby. In a bit. See you tomorrow. Yeah. What? Can you please be a little more specific? The slippery, thrashing creature proved a difficult quarry, of course, frequently sending the competitors toppling off their boats and into the dirty waters below. Bloody red, Douglas. Lily! Hey, Lily! Abby, what's... A few seconds ago, did you hear the radiator go absolutely haywire? Yeah. Harper, is it just me, or is it starting to feel almost like there is something weird going on in this house? This episode features Clarissa Cherie Rios as Lily, Kathleen Hoyle as Abby, Michael Turrentine as Wes. Written by Jessica Best. Sound design by Hannah Forschler. Directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner. Music composed by Stephen Poon. Recording engineer, Mel Ruder. Unwell lead sound designer, Ryan Sheely. Executive producers, Eleanor Hyde and Jeffrey Nils Gardner. By HeartLife NFP. HeartLife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land. Unwell takes place in southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. 
Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples. And a special thanks to our supporting producers, Caitlin White, Bill Gardner, Steve Diamond, James Battle, and Anton S. Paranormal psychic investigator Dr. Conrad Cartwright, Ph.D., stayed in the Fenwood House on October 17, 1973. According to the guest book, he had a very productive stay. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to the trailer for Madame Magenta Sonus Mystica. Hang on, why am I doing my own trailer? Where will the people want to see their star, my dear? No one can see me, Bernard. This is a podcast. Oh. You know what? I should have that deep-voiced chap doing this. You know the one. What's his name? Oh, the... Um, the, the strange the, name. Yes. Like uh, a fruit. Red pepper, That's yes. It. Yes. <clears throat> In a world where something, something, something... That's the one! Oh, it's quite sexy, Bernard. Oh. Save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure I can keep it up. You've never had a problem before. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that, that was a very clever joke. Yes. I am a very turgid man. You are? I'm going to make a cup of tea. You do the trailer. Oh, right you are. <clears throat> In a world... You... Oh, great! Normal. Uh, Earl Grey, please. In a world where ghosts and angels walk amongst us... Float! They float! Uh, uh, float amongst us stands one woman, Magenta. Oh, God, my bloody spirit guide's frozen the milk again. It's going to have to be iced tea, I'm afraid. Oh, uh, all right, fair enough. Uh, psychic, medium... <coughs> my throat. Oh, uh, Magenta... I can't do this anymore. Bernard, you won't get nodules. You're not Adele. Well, actually, interestingly enough, that wasn't nodules. That was an exploding polyp. Oh, God. Do you imagine that? Exploding polyp. Anyway, that's not why I can't do the trailer anymore. Oh. Do you mean... Uh, Yes, the angelic manifestation by the dog bed, yes. Here we go again. What do you want? From the makers of Mockery Manor comes Madame Magenta, Sonos Mystica. For all fans of the esoteric. Available now wherever you get podcasts.